0: Some say we are the most propagandized nation in the world. I say it's our job to interpret this so called news. I say it's our job to find the truth and make sure to pass it along, to continue the daily battle against cognitive dissonance. The truth isn't how you feel. Here we deal in the inconvenient realities. I'm John Matland, and this is We the People Are the News. Okay. So here we go. We're jumping in. Um, I was going to do this live on Twitter and all of that went to shit, uh, because not everyone has a media studio or whatever they do to get a stream key to go from the computer through uh, a third party software. I wasn't going to just do it on the phone. Um, so I am going to do what I usually do and then put this on my podcast platforms, which is what I was going to do anyway but I wanted to have the ability for people to comment in real time and uh, have that conversation. Uh, I'm always about dialogue. So there are a couple of things we want to talk about first and foremost, this is a quick one coming live from Jacksonville, Florida today, and we're going to jump on a certain Floridian that is running for president, the governor of the great state of Florida and a great state it is. Hold on one second. As I take a sip of my Southern grounds coffee, and no, they didn't pay me to say that. Uh, I don't know if they'd want me to say that. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, that's what I'm drinking. So, uh, yeah, we have to have that talk about yesterday. And I'll be fully uh, upfront. I didn't even listen to the announcement. I was busy driving down a 14-hour drive from New York to Florida. And I forgot when it was going to be on. I forgot to turn it on. Uh, apparently it crashed, but the, and then it came back and now then, then Trump put up that meme, which if you listen to the audio to it, it I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it's absolutely funny with Dick Cheney coughing and everything like that. Um, but at this point in time, you can't make jokes anymore. Jokes not allowed. So if that's how you feel, whatever, go fuck yourself. I don't care. I think it was funny. Um, The real thing to talk about here is this is this is a bad move. And a lot of people get into politics and they'll say, I want I'm just loading up some stuff here that I want to discuss. Uh, But they'll get into politics and they'll say, I want to get the most power. I want to do this. And a lot of people have egos. Again, they get in. If they lose, it's the end of the world for them. They don't know how to adapt or they'll figure out the next thing, but it's about them. It's about them first. And that's the biggest problem that we face is politicians aren't supposed to be about them first because the job is public service. The people are your boss. The only reason you're doing it is to better the people, but these people go into better themselves. Both parties is the one thing that we agree with. Uh, I've talked to people that are very far left. I've talked to people that, are Democrats, I've talked to people that are socialists, I've Talked to people that are communists. Everybody says the same thing. At the end of the day, establishment career politicians suck. So we do have a common ground. Ideology very different, in some case, ideology, uh, but we have a common ground. Career politicians blow, okay? So we have that. That's established. I'm not wearing my headphones either today, I'm just free, free balling it, as they say. So. What we're seeing here is whoever got in Desantis's ear, uh, they decided to probably destroy that man's career in politics. Shouldn't be a career, but we'll use the word as a career, right? Uh, his time in office, or where he's been great as a governor of Florida. A lot of people love him in Florida. Uh, I don't want him to go anywhere here in Florida. I hope he stays. It's great state when I'm when I'm here in Florida. So. Uh, I would like you to stay. Um, Having said that, a lot of people thought he would come in in 2028, possibly be vice president for the 2024 run. That was the discussion for the past year and a half while I was campaigning in the streets of Staten Island, the streets of Brooklyn. Every Republican I talked to said the same thing. Who do you want? To be president in 2024 they would test me because they're supposed to supposed to know a little bit about me i'm running for office after all at that time. And I said sorry if this offends you trump 2024 DeSantis 2028 that way you could get a solid 12 years things change really quick and a way to lose a base here guys, I know I keep staring at the screen because the screens in front of me, but the way you lose a base is backstabbing. And again, Trump is really, really driving that in with ads constantly uh, on whatever platforms I'm seeing them on Instagram. Will he return to Twitter? Will he not? He has to, uh, unless there's something prohibiting him from doing it. A lot of people are saying contract with Truth Social, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I'm going to just talk straight uh, facts. He needs to jump back in the fray in Twitter and he can wait it out and that it'll make it more and more epic when he does. And it will be a worldwide story that he went back to Twitter. He could do that today if he's not under any type of contract with with Truth Social. However, uh, it, it doesn't seem likely. He could also announce somebody that's his vice president, do something that's uncanny and just do it right now and smash this whole DeSantis thing. But he's not. When he does, it will be big. He has to. It's, it's, it's an imperative tool at this point. And staying just on truth social is, is stupid. It really is. Sip of the coffee. So what do we do with this? They're going to start attacking each other, or Trump's going to really attack him. But this is why DeSantis is set up for failure. His initial run for governor was based on a Trump endorsement. Right? Your big-time Trump guy. And then you get a little bit full of yourself and you make that move and you go and you run for president while Trump's running. And listen, everyone feel free to run. It's a bad move for DeSantis to run because he had a chance to be somebody like Trump. But his ties to establishment, career politicians, you could see it in the support that he has, is eye-opening. And the more you side with them, the further you get from we, the people, because we already established that the, we already established that we hate establishment politics and establishment politicians. So the Jeb Bushes and the thought of the that some of the statements he said, some of the, uh, I could be the Paul, next Paul Ryan. If that is the litmus test for success, Paul Ryan is a rhino piece of trash. He's trash. So, We're looking at what makes this. So was he just utilizing the Trump name like they all do? Perfect example. In November, I said this. They already started to ask after the big win by DeSantis and the media started saying, is he going to run? They started to ask the Staten Island GOP. So Staten Island, Brooklyn area where I ran for District 11 against Malliotakis. Started asking the politicians there if they would back Trump who they're backing. And they said, Oh, we'll, you know, it's very early. We'll see who's going to run. And I believe Maliotakis even mentioned DeSantis if he runs her constituents would like it, but that's the same Maliotakis who's backstabbed Trump before. And I'm going to uh, fuck it. I'm going to play my call uh, that I sent out to the entire district I'm going to play that now for you. I have to find it, so you have to give me a second, but it is uh, imperative that we can hear the last things, which was Maliotakis ever a Trump supporter. Now, the reason I'm playing this is it's very eye-opening and it is very, um, hold on, where is it? I know I have it somewhere. This is 59 seconds, I guess. This was the call. It was a minute. I think it was a minute. So it was very imperative for Malliotakis to get the Trump support going into our primary. With less than $50,000, we were surging. They were splurging to keep a a healthcare worker, an out-of-work healthcare worker at bay. Is there any other proof you need that we the people are seriously fucking pissed, right? Well... Here we go. This was my call that I put out to the district and it shows how flip floppy, uh, you know, she is at the end of the day. So Marco Rubio was her choice going into the last time there was a primary with the Republicans, right? So this was her talking to New York One here for Spectrum in New York City. Check this out. Please hold for a message from Nicole Malliotakis. What is Trump doing well right now? I don't know. (sighs) You. honestly because the policies that have come out are are not good policies and so i just voted for the person i thought would shake up washington now i gotta deal with all these questions about trump when i'm not really uh, i was never you know i never really endorsed him i never really was out there campaigning for him i was never really a supporter of his never you know i never really endorsed him i never really was out there campaigning for him i was never really a supporter of his so now instead i'm Uh, speaking out when I do disagree with the president, which has been quite often. Hi, I'm John Matland. Would you trust someone as two-faced as this to represent your values? This is typical establishment rhino career politician hogwash. I'm the only Republican in this race that can beat Max Rose in November. Unlike Nicole, I voted for President Trump every time he was on the ballot, and I will again in 2024. I am asking for your vote tomorrow, August 23rd, in the Republican primary. I'm John Matland, and I approve this message. Paid for by John Matland for Congress. Do you see that? That is what I talk about when I say typical politicians. Because they're very, very problematic. I said this is going to be a quick one. I'm going to end up fucking ranting all damn day. Uh, it's very problematic, guys. So after they got this endorsement, after they mended the fences, after the infrastructure bill, after all of this, she got him to copy and paste. You can go to johnmattlinforcongress.com. It's still up, John Matlin for Congress. You can check out the whole entire thing. She ended up getting that endorsement copy and pasted the day before the primary. She did a robocall, and that was what we hit them back with our robocall to the district. Her team even told me one of the, the one of the best phone calls, one of the best robo phone calls of all time, something along those lines. We were having a beer discussing everything post-haste. Will they have a beer with me now? I don't care. Uh, I do care about what happened with that bank trade, but different story. So what does this mean? Well, all of the Staten Island politicians will not say who they wanted to. So of course in November, I went out and called them all out as per usual, because that's what I do. And I endorse President Trump then. And Jeb Bush and everybody else supports DeSantis for president. So I feel like when DeSantis leaves the local, uh, the state government, right? Then when he leaves being the president of Florida, if you will, he is going to curtail his style even more so to the establishment to get that backing, to get that support, to get into the federal office, to get that office at the highest of the land. And it might be based in ego. Shit. Because is it better than Biden? Yes. Is establishment politics going to destroy the people's liberty? Yes. And here we are. And we're watching all the politicians line up. So now they say he got a million in an hour last night. The donations were open. People are doing. Go look up dark money. Look at where uh, Democrats and these big entities put money in and they can't track it. I don't even know how it works because, again, I was an entrepreneurial candidate. So never found that out about dark money, exactly how it works. I just know I don't want that money. Now, actually, I, I, I lied. I told them, why don't you go ahead and donate it to me because I would win and I would beat them. I would use it against them. But what they're doing here in this specific race at this caliber with people like Trump and DeSantis is they are making this into a firefight, it's taking the heat off Biden, it's making them directly go at each other, and so on, and so forth. And now people, here's some comments. Perfect example. This is uh, from Instagram. We have somebody say, I love Trump, but I don't like this at all. Stop attacking DeSantis. These two guys should be working together. I don't see any benefit for Republicans by attacking DeSantis, who is one of the biggest guys in the game right now. Nobody wants to see this. We need both of you. So over politicians, everyone, every side, I don't give a F about another candidate. How about y'all give a F about we the people, the tyranny at the top, the lies from the media, the neglect, waste of tax dollars. But this is what we get. Basically, domestic violence in a political setting. This is why I will not be voting for Donald Trump during the primary This consistent negative bullshit has to stop. Childish idiots, not a fan. Uh, Childish posts, not a fan. I've been a Trump supporter. Listen Listen to your people focus on your campaign. Crazy annoying. What the people don't realize is the establishment is attacking we the people by backing a thriving candidate who is willing to bend to the establishment. There you go. To try to leapfrog that four years and get into office driven by ego. I would never want to be president, ever. If I ran for president, say I actually successfully won any race that I may do in the future or the last one. My goal was not to be president. If I ever ran for president, I told everybody, that's because some people always joke, they say, you'd be a great president. You can run by. And so, so if I ever actually did that, I wouldn't want to do that. I think you'd have to be a madman to want to be president. That's the truth, the truth. But I also think that these people are selling us out. So we'll see how this unfolds. Um, it's going to be, to quote Jim Ross from the WWF, because I was born in 85, and I will never call it the WWE, uh, to quote him this is going to be a slobber knocker and it, it really will be, and it's going to be an unfortunate situation. But again, watch the endorsements, watch all of the career politicians, be the shitty career politicians that they are. Uh, that's what they're best at. Call them out and real people start running because otherwise you're going to get the shit end of the stick every time and say, thank you, sir. May I have another. Now, as I said, I wanted to make this a quick episode. I'm going to touch on two more topics. Topic one, we are being overrun with endless people crossing the border right now we have nothing in place we've talked about this a thousand times uh to actually let these people have a way to live have jobs but now we're expediting that and again people are still out of work in new york healthcare workers 34000 i am one of them and yeah people are getting to jump the line and get work visas so they can start working but When it comes to the rest of the people that live in New York, it's a kind go fuck yourself, and we are pissed off about it. So now they're doing another six more New York City school gyms, have cots set up. And I would like to remind you it is May, school will be letting out soon. When your children return to school in September, the entire school will probably be a hotel and your children, like times of COVID, will be being taught outside in the cold with a place heater next to them, So a space heater, better yet. So good luck um, as New York falls and New York City will be the next Detroit. There'll just be scooters everywhere, just abandoned, and homeless people everywhere because you cannot continually put bricks on top of this Jenga tower. It's not going to stand. And speaking of healthcare workers out of work, I'm going to read something that was posted. I have so many different things up. I was trying to find a stupid Twitter thing out. Um, Where is this? It was a Substack, which I think I have completely. Oh, no, there it is. So New York, Sujata Gibson in the case uh, against New York, where they have put a stay on healthcare workers having... Uh, no right to a religious exemption, which is absolutely unconstitutional bullcrap. Mike Yoder is still pushing the EEOC case on a federal level. Well, now the state has decided that effective immediately, they will no longer be enforcing said rules. And they are going to come up with rules in the upcoming months or weeks to make this all go away. And so therefore, there shouldn't be a judgment on it. So typical Kathy Hochul, Uh, She wants there to be no case ruling. They just think it should be dismissed. And they want to not just dismiss this appeal. They want to remove the ruling of the lower courts because they're trying to protect their next case. So everything Kathy Hochul does is basically flip it and reverse it. It's let's have these camps that we can put the unvaccinated people and the people we deem to be public risks Um, we can get rid of them. We'll just put them in a camp. We'll make it a regulation. It'll get turned over. They'll reword it, make it another regulation. So this is like a thing that they do. They never want a ruling because they want to leave open a space to pull the same shit again and again and again. So we are watching Sujata Gibson. She is requesting that a ruling is made. And this is at the same time right now where New York lawmakers want to let your children go to school. And if the cool thing on the algorithm for TikTok is get an HPV vaccination at like age 12 or 13 or 14, whatever the age is, they don't have to tell you and they can just go get it. You should look into that HPV vaccine and how those tests were done and how many different things are out there and people that have had negative uh, consequences from it, uh, health issues and things that came up after having said shot. But they're setting a precedent to do this again in the future. Uh, I am setting a precedent to get a per diem job and go back to my old healthcare institution where I will have effectively won the battle to some degree. Uh, Holding the line is definitely not easy. And if you're a madman like me, you can also run for office. And I suggest you do. And I will help you. It's a way to figure it out. Again, when people run and they have less than $50,000 of donations and they could create such a shitstorm. The way we did, it's something to really contemplate on your behalf. You should do it. That's my my big concern. Uh, going forward is that people won't. It's very uncomfortable. You have to learn shit you never thought you'd have to learn. But that's why I can be a wealth of knowledge, at least in New York City. And yeah, so we're thinking, we're thinking maybe running for city council. Uh, I have some time to figure that out. And I'm going to take some time off in a very, very unique way. More details about that in the future, possibly. But this is going to be uh, ever-growing. I think I'm going to be able to go live eventually on Twitter if they fix this. I don't bother doing it on YouTube because I put up the first episode that I chose to put up on YouTube from this podcast. And they removed it in six hours because Dr. Robert Malone was on it. So big F you to the censoring YouTube people. Facebook. Facebook used to shadow ban the hell out of me when I did interpreting the news with John. So Twitter is where it's at. We gotta to continue to figure out that issue with shadow banning on Twitter because I'm not getting traction. And I put up a post and you could go see that where my legacy check mark from when I was running for Congress, I was getting five million hit uh, impressions a month and it's just plummeted with a subscription. So it's definitely not the same. The famous people or the people that used to get check marks really got a boost guys beyond the boost. So talk about echo chambers and narrative, uh, management. All right. I've ranted long enough. I'm sure I have more that I can discuss, but keep your minds open. People keep your eyes watching. Um, with 60,000 tons of explosives, explosive chemicals missing from a train. No one knows where it is. And if it leaked, it's no harm to the environment. Balloons flying above, uh getting satellite phones. We are in some really strange times. And if the internet has an attack and goes down, communications are broken and who are we gonna listen to? Well, the legacy media will be right there to tell us exactly what they think we should say and do. Don't do that stay smart uh stay diligent and be ready for anything this was an episode of we the people of the news uh this is how it's going to be i'm going to put the audio up um might not even edit it might not even put the beginning and i'll see what i'll do but uh, i will be doing episodes throughout the week here and there uh trying to figure out my schedule and i have a lot of stuff going on so as always if you like the t-shirt i'm wearing go to sons and daughters of liberty use Promo code podcast for seventeen point seventy six percent off your order. Grab a flag. Grab a ho- grab a hoodie. Grab it all. Support a small business, and we will see you when we see you. That's my sign off for today. Peace out.